welcome to the um, pilot episode of Disharmonious Inc. podcast. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is kind of splitting up into Okay, a how about groups. we introduce ourselves first? Yes, uh, good idea. My name is Tish. I'm Brayden. Uh, our producer slash... I don't think I'm sponsored. Our producer slash manager is... <laughs> Is Blake. <laughs> uh, he's not here today because he has baseball. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be kind of splitting it up into multiple things. Um, we usually talk about one kind of subject a day. Probably for hopefully about 30-ish minutes if we can fit that time in. But we're also very busy men. So think of it like me. <laughs> so uh, first kind of topic we were talking about is just kind of like current news today. It's uh, April, what, 8th is I think? April, yeah, that is April. 8th, 2019, by the way. Kind of some crucial talking about a subject of the news, one piece of culture, that's kind of fun. Okay, so do you know who Felicity Huffman is? Uh, nope. <laughs> okay, so she's an actress and she's like in that peak genre Oh, yeah. So, she just released her apology to Felicia Rosado. And she apparently had deep regret after that. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of okay. So, if your parents paid for you to go to Caltech or Stanford or like a really, like a college that you really want to go to, how old are you right now? How do you think they would well, if I mean, I would react probably by being like, I don't even want to go to a good college because, like, e- the thing is, like, even if I'm getting like, even if I don't have to be smart to get in, they just have to pay a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm still gonna like go to my classes, and I'm not gonna like bitch or anything if they're paying that much money. Mm-hmm. But like, it's gonna be hard as hell though. It's like that's like top colleges, so I'm gonna be getting like horrible grades, and they're gonna. Like, it's just going to be kind of be embarrassing, but, like, like I would feel really bad about myself. Like, I would probably say no. <laughs> <laughs> like, because be honest with yourself. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. want to, like, be, like, the only person at Stanford who has, like, all Fs? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah, my parents paid for me to come in, by the way. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, you're going to be the only, you're going to be, like, an odd man out, bro, entirely. Yeah. Um, I guess that's what you're saying, right? I think... Like comparing that, I would rather be like an average student at a yeah, like, like a, a small school, a mid-sized yeah. or large college that everyone can go to, rather than like the worst student or pretty bad or average at like a really like hard to get to like private, you know, college. Yeah. news definitely isn't my strong suit for sure like I'll sometimes like barely watch it in the morning but yeah. if I'm being honest I I just don't like following it just cause like these days like I feel like so much news is like just a bunch of like like bad stuff that happens mm-hmm. like you'll look and it's like like girl gets raped and it's like okay like I don't want to know any about that like yeah. 
that's like all the news is. It's not like anything cool or like, hey, like, look what NASA's building or whatever. Like, I mean, I guess it is sometimes, but it's just like, it's nothing cool. It's always like, this person gets raped. Also, a uh, guy gets stolen and shot. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> like, do y'all have any other news to share? I mean, just going like right off that, it's just like Alec Baldwin says being Trump would be so easy if he ran for president. And it's like not much to where it is positive. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Everyone, I, everyone hates each other. In okay, politics. okay. Do you have pride in your country? Um, yeah, actually I do. I would say so. Like, but at the same time, I mean, I guess I, I almost like, this doesn't seem right, but like, I almost have pride in like multiple countries. Like, I just like, I really like Europe. I'm visiting it this summer and like being a big soccer fan than I am mm-hmm. and, and player. Like, Europe, like, I almost have more pride in Europe, low-key. Yeah. Just because of how, like, messed up the United States is. Mm-hmm. So I would honestly, like, if there was, like, a world war, bro, I'd low-key join them. But the United States is pretty powerful, so. <laughs> Are you scared of anything? Like, countries, like, terrorism and stuff like that? Like, do you think that's a real problem? Honestly, no. Just because, like, I feel like, I mean, I'm not trying to be, like, extremely too Christian here, but, like, I am Christian, like, so I think, like, honestly, if God wants it to happen, then it's gonna happen, so sometimes we think of, like, crazy stuff that's gonna happen, like, oh my gosh, we're gonna get bombed by Africa, like, they could bomb us, or whatever, like, probably not, dude, like, God's not just gonna, like, bomb the earth and be like, yeah, like, I don't know, you need bad stuff that happens, but, like, it, it, I'm not scared of, like, world death, like, oh, we're gonna get bombed by China, and, like, nuclear war is going to happen and that's how the end of the world happens like I doubt it mm-hmm. um, are you okay so going back to like terrorism and all that do you think there's any country that's like pretty much like Turkey like are you like scared of like Iran or Iraq or Russia and stuff like that uh, no just bec- like I, I've never been scared of any other country just because I know how freaking powerful they are like I almost, I almost am more scared of like a civil war than I am like a different country. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm trying to find my news app to get some like local news, but it's freaking gone. So I'm not sure. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, here we go. How do you feel about, like, March Madness and, like, how, like, weird it ends up being and, like, everyone, like, says, like, oh, yeah, like, like literally every single year they, like, everyone, like, millions of people pick, like, big teams to win mm-hmm. and then they always lose. They always win. It's like no one learned from this. Like, so now that Duke lost, everyone's, like, kind of surprised, right? But it's, like, at this point, you shouldn't be. Like, almost every year, there's just so many upsets to the point where, like, it's, like, are y'all dumb or what? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no one learned from it at all. I don't know. I think there's all the hype with the Super Bowl and March Madness and, like, playoffs and stuff like that. I think... I don't think it's rigged. I think players are actually fun and some of them might not be trying their hardest 
for the NBA and like they don't they don't get injuries like injury riddled and all that. Like Zion or whatever. Yeah. Like he got pretty injured too. I mean like even like Duke has a pretty stacked team too and they lost. Yeah. A lot of people blame it on because they have so much pressure uh, on their team. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean yeah, at this point like the next time I make a March Madness bracket, bro, I'm gonna start picking like low end teams to beat big teams, and if it happens, I'm not gonna be surprised because yeah. it's happened almost every single year. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to something like controversial, like that. Okay. Okay. So, do you think abortion is morally wrong? Um. Yes, I do. I, I think, and. I've always been really frustrated on this topic, and I've talked to my mom about this a decent amount, because, like, I and I almost ask the same question over and over, because I almost don't believe it, but, like, it, it's, like, it's really not that hard, bro, if you accidentally had a baby or whatever, like, teenagers or anything like that, yeah. so, or, or, like, if they got raped, like, just have the baby, and then just put it up for adoption. People are like, oh, I don't want it, so kill it. Like, no, like, don't kill a human being, like, mm-hmm. that God created, like, literally all you have to do is if and I this is the question I asked my mom is like putting someone up for adoption free and her answer is yes like literally just say okay I don't want this baby put it up for adoption like don't kill it like because then you just took away a life like you that like to me that's taking a life to me I think like you can almost say I've killed someone if you just straight up aborted your baby baby like it's just it's I think it's so wrong I think playing the devil devil's advocate a little bit like would we be able to go to the, like the not not the shame but like the like the eyes on you all the time and like parents teachers like your friends like family members cousins and stuff like that would we be able to deal with like them looking at you that way? No, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably feel really horrible about myself. But then that also kind of kind of brings up a little bit of a different topic. That why the hell are parents so ass today? Like. <laughs> Like, they'll straight up just be like, oh, you're going to, like, meet some guy at a movie theater we've never met? Sure. Sure. Do it. Like, no. Yeah. Like, so, like, if anything, like, you cause the shame on yourself. And, like, you you know, then we we also got to make sure we're more supportive. Like, if we see someone like that, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes we think, oh, like, they'll shame me. But, like, honestly, like, you know, people are not that, not that mean, I don't think. I mean, I think they would be kind of more supportive. Especially yeah. parents, like depending on the parents, but like usually the parents would be supportive. I hope. Yeah. So I, I want to give you two two things to think about. I'm gonna take over the first one, right? And you can tell me. Mm-hmm. So suppose you're a girlfriend. Okay. It's been a couple months and she gets pregnant. How like honestly, how would you react? Would you be like, I, I can't do this. Can you get an abortion? Or would you be like, Can you can you keep the baby and just put it up for adoption? Could you deal with that honestly? Could I deal with saying that to the girl? Could you deal with that situation? Um, like like you said, like mm-hmm. just put it up for adoption. Right now, my instinct answer is yes, but if I'm being honest, like I I really don't know because it would be like I would actually have to live in the moment to be able to choose that. But like, I hope I'm like I hope I still put it up for adoption. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if I don't, then I'll like I I would feel worse about someone going oh look this guy raped this girl and not only that but you can shame him even more for him telling the girl kill the baby 
like that's even more wrong mm-hmm. like I would at least like be like somewhat sad or like supportive to the guy if he at least said hey don't kill it just put it up for adoption like because yeah, it just feels so wrong okay so yeah. well what do you think I don't know what do you think I would say get an abortion if I'm being completely honest in perfect world I would say keep the baby and then put it put it up for adoption but if I'm being completely honest I cannot deal with like that much stress and like those many eyes on me because already I get like a bunch of like shit from my parents mm-hmm. like for if I get bad grades or if you know, a teacher complains about, like, if I have a bad attitude, it's like, like, everybody thinks that my mom complains about my attitude. Or, like, if, you know, if I go to, like, a friend's house or I can party and, uh, I don't know, like, and if I do something bad over there, like, I would, I would get in so much trouble for that. And I, like, I already do. Because, you know, there are some teachers at my school who, like, really don't like me. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. like, they go to my parents and, like, you know, let me tell do shit. You know, finish his homework on time and, you know, maybe don't be such a distraction in class and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, multiply that for, like, a hundred? Like, having a baby? I, I, I just couldn't. Yeah. Okay, now, going back to you. How would your parents react? Because I just told you how my parents would um, they'd probably be, like, <laughs> that, like, really scary thing where it's, like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> they, they, they'd straight up be yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. But, yeah, at the same time, I can imagine them. Like, like they'd be so disappointed, and, like, I'd probably, I would, like, get, like, my phone, Xbox, everything I like taken away <laughs> for a long-ass time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, they, they'd be supportive because they, cause they would know. Well, I mean, I guess they wouldn't, like, know from personal experience, but they would just know how hard that is. So yeah, they would be supportive, honestly, most likely. Okay. Yeah, you, so you and I parents are like we have very different parents. Really, really different. Like and almost polar a opposites. A lot of it is like just culture, yeah. like how they brought up. So now that like the people know whoever's listening or whoever does listen, now that they know like what we think about these topics, now I think we should talk about like how we grew up and like what defines us or like what are like defining moments for us. Yeah. I think you should talk about that first. Okay, so I kind of grew up, like, uh, kind of as, I don't know. I mean, I was, like, a middle child. My family was, like, pretty crazy. My mom had a baby when she was 19. Then she married my dad. And then because my mom decided to keep the baby, my dad adopted her. So I have one, like, adopted older sister, if that makes sense. And then I have... um or at least at the mo- or back then I then I just had my sister me so I was like kind of the oldest child but we had an older adopted one so we kind of I I grew up like my dad was like he let me do anything almost like he let me have candy whenever I wanted when I was a baby bro he let me play Halo when I was three years old which is why I'm baller at video games <laughs> and uh like he just bought me toys whenever I wanted and like that's he's talked to me before about that and he's like that's why I'm so like I kind of have like an addictive personality for like material things mm-hmm. so that's sort of a problem I would say but other than that my mom took good care of me and, and you know it was all good and I, mean, I would say it was a pretty awesome life for like five to seven years but then when I was like 
what, maybe 10, 11, my parents got divorced. And now it's kind of crazy, and I have, like, a stepbrother and a stepmom. Yeah. Um, and I really like my stepbrother, but, yeah, getting older sucks, especially, like, just the teenage years. And, like, especially junior year, because that's what year I'm in right now. It's just, like, it's a lot of work. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Another question. How did you end up in Colorado? Like, where were you born? And like um, I was just straight up, yeah, I was straight up just born in Colorado. Mm-hmm. My dad was, I think, Kansas, and my mom was freaking like I don't know they, they were both born out of state though mm-hmm. but not out of country out of state just out of state and they met like through playing soccer actually which is also sort of why I'm a big oh, soccer guy because yeah, I've been yeah. playing soccer my whole That's life awesome. yeah so yeah what about you um so I'll start with like how my grandparents met because that's a pretty cool story I, I want to go a little bit deeper in this because it's like really like really compelling because like I've heard like all about this like when I was young and I kind of got like Indian culture like just like lived into myself like all the time. Um, so my grandpa, my grandfather, and my grandmother on my dad's side, they had an arranged marriage and they met thirty minutes before the wedding. Whoa! So they only talked for, like maybe thirty seconds, like what's <laughs> your name and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they got married. My huh. grandfather and my grandmother on my mom's side. So my grandpa, he was like low key stalking my grandma for a little bit because he wanted to get in her DMs. <laughs> oh my god. So it, it, those are modern terms, okay? So what happened like is like after a month, like he kind of talked to my mom, uh, my grandma a little bit, and she was like a diehard Christian, like and my like grandpa. Yeah. Was a Hindu, so complete like two completely like different cultures and families and lifestyles and like how they grew up and like family history and stuff like that. Um. So, and what happened is like in Hindu culture, you go to the either the father's, the father of the daughter, or the mother of the son, and ask for like your hand in marriage or. So what happened was my grandpa went to my mom's or grandmother's dad and he asked, could I marry your daughter? And the deal was if you stop drinking and you become Christian, I will let you marry my daughter. And he did both of those. Or he did both of those for a little bit (laughs) and then he did one of those for a long time and then he did both of those for a long time. So what happened was like, I think most, like, people in 8th grade, like, with me, they know this story. My grandpa used to, like, I'm pretty sure he used to drink a lot when he was little. Dude. I, he was, like, every Saturday when my grandma used to go to church, he would be drinking. So what happened was, like, he was at a party with his friends on a Saturday morning, or, like, Saturday afternoon. And he was on the way back, and he was, like, going to pick my grandma up from the church and he was like walking home so like a pack of dogs started following him so then they started like barking and running at him and he booked it like he, he <laughs> wasn't he wasn't that like athletic but he booked it and like he got like chafing on his like legs and like half 
Wednesday and stuff like that. Ooh. So the, the dogs like tackled him pretty much and had like his head in the front and they <laughs> scratch his back and stuff like that. Mm. So he just did like four or five searches on his butt and back and stuff like that. Oh my god. So then they my grandma and grandpa on my dad's side get they and my dad and my grandma and grandpa on my mom's side they and my mom. And my mom is the fourth no, the third yeah, yeah, she's the third of five kids, and she's 45 now, and my dad is the third, no, the fourth of four kids, so both of them are kind of, like, like, somewhat, like, kind of remembered from the family, I guess, and they, they kind of got, like, they have to work really hard to, they were born, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of obvious. Yeah. And then they worked really hard and, like, they got on trains, like, went to exams and, like, colleges and stuff like that. And they saved enough money to go to England. And that's where they have me now. Hmm. So I stayed with my dad in England for a little bit while my mom was, like, doing exams and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And then I think I went back and forth from England to India. Like for like six or six or seven months, I guess. Like for working on like grand jokes and stuff like that until like they would see me. They didn't have enough money to transfer me. So after like when I was about three or four, we moved to the U.S. again and officially stayed there by my mom. So that awesome. sounds really cool, actually. Right? Like to be able to travel that like like maybe it'd be annoying, but like India and Europe, like that's sick. Yeah. You've like. Mostly yeah. been to the best places in the world. And then I, I guess so, yeah. But I was brought up in a really, really strict household. So if I, yeah. if I screwed around a lot and like, didn't watch too much TV or. What you do at all at school? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible at school, honestly. <laughs> if I if I like watch too much, like my thing was like DC, like superheroes. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to watch those like cartoons all the time. I just remember. If my dad like caught me watching like the TV too close, mm-hmm. or like watching too long, he would make me stand in the corner and I'd like put my hands up, like stare at it for like thirty minutes, Ooh. and do absolutely nothing. Rocks. And I don't know. That was just. I remember I hated my dad when I was little, and you know if I, like if I was good, I'd get like one good thing a year, and like I think it was like my seventh Christmas or my eighth Christmas. I got like a Wii, and then, and I was like, what, when did the Xbox come out? Xbox 360 was like 2000 and like 10, 11. What about Xbox One? Xbox One was like 2013. Okay, so, ele- I hope, I think, I'm pretty, yeah. six years ago? Yeah. So, like my 10th or 11th birthday, or like right around Christmas, I got an Xbox One. Game was Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And that was amazing. And th- that's when I really like started getting into gaming with Destiny and you know yeah. PUBG and stuff like that. And Assassin's Creed was was my like s- my that was my shit in like middle school and stuff like that. And that's crazy. Yeah. 
All right, well, then, on that topic, I guess we can kind of rotate over to, like, gaming and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, my like, gaming career, I guess, is, like I said in my, like, about my family, like, my dad straight up, like, he, he would play Halo with my uncle and, or, bo- or both my uncles and his friend, who is now, like, a father-in-law or something, whatever, and they would straight up play till like 2 a.m. Halo like as like married couples like in the <laughs> <laughs> like they would straight up just play till 2 a.m. in the morning yelling screaming like in the basement bro yeah as like pretty old age men and it was pretty great and I always wanted to come and play with them because it looked so much fun and like it was like kind of like the first like the, f- the first Xbox bro was like the first like really really popular like thing to do I guess so mm-hmm. like my dad would let me play when I was like three years old I would, I would obviously just get smacked but he always told me that I got like really really pissed off when I would <laughs> lose yeah. which sort of which sort of brings the point that like anytime I play a video game now I get really mad if I am not like the best at, uh, like the best of the best like mm-hmm. it makes me frustrated yeah so that's kind of why I'm competitive especially in gaming like so now I was kind of a Halo guy for pretty much all my life. I was pretty insane at Halo. I got pretty good. And then Destiny came along because I had seen that Bungie, who were the really the creators of Halo, straight up just left. And I was kind of sad about it because I knew they were a good company. And once I saw Destiny, bro, I was just I was just hooked, dude. And it was like it was so popular, and I was really happy the game that I picked was going to be the most popular in the world. And it kind of did stay that way for a while. And then once it died, I kind of got sad, and, you know, there was problems with the game and whatnot, but who really cares? So then, kind of finally switched over to, like, Fortnite. And, like, honestly, like, I'll try it. Like, I've played lots and lots of video games, more than it sounds like, but, like, honestly, if I get, if I like a game, I'll just get hooked on it. Like, it's really just gone from Halo to Destiny to Fortnite. And once I just get hooked on it, I stay on it, and I try to become the best, and, like, whatever but mm-hmm. yeah honestly gaming is what I do most like it's my biggest hobby I use all my free time on it and yeah I think okay so I, I told you about like how I started like gaming like when I was nine, 10 11 stuff like that like I yeah. played a little bit of league my parents had like the exact opposite experience like they like India is like pretty poor just like like GDP wise but my mom was really poor like they would only be able to like rent a TV like like rent a TV for like one week once a year and then Ooh. they would like get like 15 or 20 movies like the big like blockbusters and stuff like that yeah and just like go ham on those like movies and then just like stay up all night and like just watch and my dad his family Man, they were middle class to upper class, I guess, mm-hmm. which is still pretty low, like the U.S. standards. But they lived pretty well, and like they had like TVs and stuff like that, and that they they got to watch like some movies and stuff. Yeah. But they did not like grow up with like gaming and like Xboxes and Playstations and Wiis and you know N sixty fours and Nintendos or whatever. Whatever. They would. My dad, me and him grew up on like chess, like playing together, and that's why I'm like decent at chess. 
Yeah, and then they just play like Monopoly and Snakes and Ladders and. Yeah, um, I like those games. Yeah, and my, my mom, my mom's the same way though. Except she doesn't know like like anything about chess, and, like <laughs> checkers or whatever. So if I like, that's why my dad and like my mom they like they don't like me playing games too much. It's because they didn't grow up with that. Like, that's just my thing. Yeah. Um. I'm sorry about that. What games are you playing now? Like what? Um, mostly Fortnite. Um, mm-hmm. sometimes if I get frustrated, which can be some sense because right now the game really is just constantly the game always has one little like really finicky problem with it, and once they fix it, another one just comes along. Like they'll freaking like they had this one update where it's like you get health off shield and kill, or you get health off shield. Yeah, and yeah, kills or whatever, and you get knocked and whatever, and it was so good because it was used to be aggressive play, and it, uh, like, you know, you didn't have a shortage, like a major shortage of like meds throughout the entire match. Yeah. But now they straight up just switched it because I think Apex is kind of a wake up call, and everyone's like, oh, Apex is gonna make Fortnite die, and it really looked like it. Look, it looked like Apex was on a roll, and then suddenly season one came out thinking that okay this is this is this might be the end of Fortnite like it would still be second place yeah. it would still be better than like every other video game but like it just dropped from number 1 and i was like shoot dude here it comes and then straight up just it died like everyone stopped playing it everyone went back to Fortnite because you know Fortnite started doing good stuff with their game and yeah. Apex was kind of a wake up call so then once Apex died which was pretty recently i'm going to be honest like then Fortnite kind of just like laid back again they were like, oh, phew, like, we're good. So then they just decided to take the update out, saying, oh, it was too much aggressive play, like an un- unhealthy amount. And now they're adding respawn bans, which is wonderful. I don't really care if they copy Apex. Yeah. So, like, that's a good part of the game. But there's there's always one little cringy thing. And then, like, what's going to happen, bro, is, like, how much you want to bet, like, a month later, they add back in that, like, that little patch where it's, like, you get health off shield and kills or whatever. And then they're gonna like remove the respawn bands or something, or they're yeah, gonna like yeah. add in some gay gun or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And this has also brought up the topic of like why, or truly is Fortnite like technically still in beta, like quote unquote, because that's what it's said for so long. And I don't know if it's just because they want to keep the money and like have no publisher, or like I don't I don't know. But yeah, that's just my rant about Fortnite. But. Really, I'm only playing Fortnite. Like, mm-hmm. I, I might download Destiny, like you said, too. You should download Destiny. <laughs> so, right now, me and Caleb, we're, like, grinding Destiny out because I feel like it's going to come back in, like, over the summer. But I don't think so. I think D3 could. could, could. D3 is... Not like, this game. It's not, not going to come out like, not until, this game. like, a year or two. Me, like, I have been a hardcore Destiny fan for the past five or six years. Yeah. By the way, my gamer tag is Fire Heat. <laughs> if you want to add me. Yeah, okay. Mine's um, XB Becker, capital X, capital B, space, capital B, E, C, K, E, R. So, you know, pretty much, like, even if it was, like, bad at times, like Destiny, even if, like, I had, like, 30-minute, like, wait times to get in the games, I, w- like, there's something really, really special about, like, quick play and iron banner and competitive and you know rumble especially rumble it's like there's something really special about like those game types and how like bungie like influence those i like gambit gambit's insane gambit's pretty good too yeah yeah. 
and like I think the re reward system is pretty good and they have like a really good like method to grind and you know, there's a set path and stuff and there are like different ways you can do stuff and if you're going for a specific weapon it's a god roll or like right now which is not the god which is like pretty much the hardest game or the hardest gun in the game to get you know all you have to do is just like grind out competitive mm. and <coughs> you know I don't think I really don't think any other game has that right now and hopefully Anthem will get there I want I was so hyped okay, for Anthem that's the problem with EA bro EA they, is so they bad they hype up games so much yeah and Anthem did not deliver at all. And you, it's always because publishers. Like, I almost wonder if Fortnite's being smart about, like, any free-to-play game that, like, or not even any free-to-play, any game that just doesn't have a publisher right now yeah. is, like, so smart. Because, one, they get more money. Two, they straight up, like, like they get to decide when their game's ready. Because how much you want to bet, and this is the rumor, like, throughout so much stuff, is EA was like, hey, this is your deadline. We don't care if the game's done or not or if it's bad or not. We're going to hype it up, mm -hmm. and, it, and it better freaking be ready. And then Anthem, dude, like, it's hard to make a video game. Yeah. It's not just something easy. So, like, I don't think EA is just not a smart company. It's almost like they don't know gaming. They're just rich mm -hmm. or something. Like, because they released Anthem, and they weren't ready, and glitches happened, and they couldn't do anything about it. Pretty much. Yeah. And I think that's like, it's it has like something has to be said about how pretty much, like a lot of the like community from like Activision and Bungie they went like all the like major like YouTubers and stuff like that, they played Anthem for a little bit. But a lot of them got like done straight off just because of like the glitches and how bad it was, and they went straight back to Fortnite or Destiny or Apex or whatever. And oh, and then the Division Two came out just a couple weeks ago, like three or four weeks ago, and now everyone's on that. Pretty much everyone's on that. And you know, I think when like something as big as like a game, like a major game, when you hype it up this much, you really have to deliver like in the first week or two. Yeah, which is like sometimes why like why do you hype up your game that much? Like, like Avengers Endgame, we have some pretty freaking hype trailers, but yeah. you don't see constant like. Like shove it day to day, like shove down your throat. And stuff e exactly, that. like yeah, like like buy this game, like buy it, let's go, like. Pretty and then everyone's right. like, "Wow, this game must be good," like, but then it just doesn't deliver. Yeah. I think I saw five or six ads for. What what's the game we were just talking about? Anthem. Anthem. Yeah. yeah. And then I've seen like five or six, like maybe seven or eight, ads for Avengers Endgame like in the past month or two it's exactly yeah. like if you have a really good product and people are like willing to buy it and people know you're like willing to deliver they will go straight to that product yeah well and also you kind of got to save your surprises like mm -hmm. you got to be like you can't just be like hey this is the storyline hey this is a uh, like look at all you can do like almost like I almost wonder if like betas even though I love betas because it's like literally a chance to play the game right now because like sometimes you just can't handle it you're like oh another month bro like i gotta play it now yeah. but like honestly just don't don't do your beta like it, it because like i guess betas are a way to like test a game out see if servers are working whatnot but like you can do that with like your own company you can just be like hey like game testers like 
hop on the server. Like, we want to see if it's working. Test out all the bugs. But like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's like a- another big problem that like has been a gaming topic for a while. And like, this is towards the end of the podcast. But like, it's there's like a really big problem with like community service. Like, and this is the last thing I'm gonna rant about because I feel bad for talking for so long. But because I feel like I haven't got for you to talk too much. No, I know. I've been talking a lot too. But like straight up i think that video game companies don't like they just straight up don't have instagram don't have twitter nothing because like i swear to you gaming is really popular and it's all over the place i can't open instagram without seeing this sucks or like this game this game features garbage or like why isn't this game better or like this is hey at bungie this is how you can improve your game like and it's all over the place and it's just like bungie doesn't even look at it it's like if you want to know how truly well your game is doing and if people are liking it, uh, like, and, and, and like honestly, dude, like, I'd totally be okay with. Like, I wonder if a game will ever go, okay, even though we, even though the company thinks this is the best decision, let's instead listen to the community and see how well our game turns out. Because honestly, I don't give a crap about what your boss thinks is best for the video game. Like, if if everyone on Instagram, like, literally everyone is saying this feature sucks, take it out of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's it's not you playing the video game, it's them. Like, you made it for them. You, you made it for the community, so community should be, like, the highest value, but it's not. Yeah. It kind of sucks. I think one game that's really delivered on, like, gamer interaction and, like, Delivering, like, getting Hutter, back. Hutter, Yo, sorry like, about the bell. You <laughs> <laughs> me go <little>. Yeah, <laughs> getting back like your money is two K, two K nineteen. Oh yeah. They put out codes every single like if like every day if not like every like every other day pretty much. You, if like even if you don't play that often, like if you have the game two K nineteen. You will a hundred percent go to their Twitter and look for those codes, and under those codes, you can say, "Oh, this is bugged. Oh, the jump shot is bugged for this character. Oh, the stats aren't right for this uh, for uh, Isaiah Thomas or whatever." So I think Two K is really delivering on like that part of the game, and they like they have a pretty good plan. Okay. I really want to end this on maybe two or th- three more notes because I really have to go soon. Are you hyped for like Avengers Endgame and how is that? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So Avengers Endgame, we're like extremely big Marvel fans. This is just insane. Like there's so many theories. There's just so many. I've watched like so much YouTube videos and I've also known like, I've also paid attention to the interviews about the, uh, what are they called? War- not Warner Brothers, but something else brothers. The directors the, the of the film. Russo brothers. Yeah, Russo brothers. Yeah. And straight up, dude, they're just like, they just told us straight up, unless this is just to like catch us off guard, like, hey, all the trailer film is like fake. It's like not even going to be used in the movie. <laughs> You're going to have no clue what happens. Yeah. Like, and like, you, you see like a Robert Downey Jr. thing, and he's like, you thought like Avengers Infinity War was insane. Like, this is next level cra- crap. Like, dude, like, so I think it, I think it's going to be insane. I think the way Hulk, or Hulk, I think the way Thanos is gonna die is either from Hulk killing him, Thor killing him, Iron Man, or Captain America. Like I, th- like those will be the three big, like the four biggest characters of the entire movie. Because like, yeah, I, I don't know. But also, 
like I, I'm just not gonna rant about all the theories because I have way too many, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. But like, the only thing I'm just a little confused on now is like why Marvel would even think about releasing the Far From Home trailer, which is technically gonna take place in the in the Russo brothers said this after Endgame. Yeah. Meaning that Spider-Man does come back, which does that mean they just? I mean that ki- almost spoils everything. Like that that either means the Avengers just kick ass, they kill kill Thanos, redo the snap and everything's good, or it means they like fail entirely, but like they almost go back in time and a second snap happens, like and it kills different Avengers this time. That's one theory. Cuz like you've got to have Spider-Man back somehow unless unless they're lying to us. I mean, I don't know, dude. Actors get paid like I feel like even bonus money to literally just keep the film safe like just keep secret yeah. yeah exactly like because straight up dude i they could be entirely lying to us yeah um yeah i would say that the hype is real and it's like the russo brothers are definitely gonna deliver a hundred percent i feel like this is will be like the best movie of our generation of, of our like almost of our decade if not our generation yeah um, I think honestly, either Ant Man is gonna kill Thanos. Oh my god! Not way, that, not that. Or more realistically, if you don't know what you mean, look it up. <laughs> look it up. Just look it up. More realistically, oh Iron Man. I think he's gonna like put on the gauntlet and like he's gonna sacrifice himself. Or, um, the Hulk, because the Hulk is kind of like. He's kind of been like cut this like whole entire like couple movies like he's been doing nothing pretty much and like he's been emasculated and stuff like that but yeah um but i'm really excited for phase four like really excited like i mm-hmm. i like i've been talking to a couple of friends who like you know maybe like hulk 2 might come out and i think yeah. it might be like this dystopian like beyond the quantum realm and stuff like that I- i'm just really hyped so i want to end this on like who we are and like social media and like like what the plan is gonna be for like the next what couple months yeah probably a couple months at least a couple weeks we're getting the schedule ready this was yeah kind of just a pilot episode just to like see how everything's working uh just to talk and introduce ourselves whatnot yeah uh, h- huge shout out to mr boyd who gave us this mic oh yeah um you can expect like lots of our teachers and like friends like that yeah. to be on this podcast too. Hopefully Timmer actually listens to this podcast. Hopefully. He said he would, right? Yeah, he, he said he would check it out. All right, all right, all right. Bet, bet. Um, yep. Um, how else? Oh, social media. We have Instagram right now, and we'll probably get up, like, post a selfie or something, like, saying that we ended this. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, our social media is disharmonious.inc. Um... Yeah, and then hopefully we also get Blake back tomorrow or sometime soon. And we can work on the logo and stuff like that. Yeah, and if anyone listening to this does want like to have a little part in the podcast at least, uh, just like DM us and we'll try to fit you in the schedule. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you. See ya.